What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me, as always. I'm still on the road. I'm still grinding. I'm still trying to recover from this Bears L, but we got a lot to talk about. NFL, is quarterback too hard? I mean, is that where – are we being too t- – we've talked about this before. Are we being too hard on these guys? Is this just the hardest position in the world and it's that difficult? And we're seeing it on a week-to-week, game-to-game basis. The quarterback play last night was horrific on the doubleheader of Monday Night Football. We'll talk about that. We'll dive into Cincinnati. They're 0-2. Are they in trouble? Burrow, we, we, people, not me, downplayed the calf. The calf is now flaring back up. Are they in trouble? How big of an issue is that? Dallas Cowboys are 2-0. That people are talking Micah Parsons is the MVP. People are talking talk. people are talking high flying best team in the league talk for the Dallas Cowboys. Is that a fact? We'll chat about that. We got a lot to talk about. Nick Chubb absolutely has a gruesome injury. Awful. Left knee had a really bad injury on that left knee at Georgia. So we're gonna talk about that as well. A lot of things to get into, but it's all NFL, no catch-up, sports talk via Chicago. Let's get to it. Now look at Mossy. Really? Oh, so that's how you're going to play it. you going to do this? Okay, fine. That's all I needed. That's all I needed for him to do that. And it, it became personal with me. Big Nick the Quick, what's happening? How we feeling? I see. I see you're still. Miami I see now. you're still out there, man. He's my man's is uh he's globe trotting Florida, Tampa to Miami. Tampa to Miami. Where are you going next, Pensacola? <laughs> it's about it's about ninety. It's about ninety five, man. It's hot, still hot. Yeah. I know. I'm talking about. I feel. I sound like Big Nick the Quick. I'm talking about the weather. That's <laughs> unbelievable. I apologize, everybody. That's my fault. But yeah, man, we're still trying to get home. The lady. The lady got COVID in NYC. <laughs> So I didn't really want to go back and isolate myself in my own crib. So I'm like, why would I hustle back? I don't have to be in the studio till Friday. So I'm going to hang out, live, live. It is a tough life. It's a tough life, it's a tough life man. I can't go life, home. Man. Can't go home. I'm out here in Miami. I'm stranded, stranded in South Beach. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm stuck. Stranded, you know what I mean? but, but at the same time, I also feel you. I know how it is to be away from the crib for a minute. You just want to get back home and sleep in your bed and and and, yes. and be back in some normal routine. You're probably uh, spending all types of money on the road, and it's just like I'm trying to get back to the crib. Yeah, I'm trying to get back to the crib. I need to get. But home. um, let's talk about it. Doubleheader <sighs> Monday night. Quarterback is the big talk. I want to talk about just the quarterback position overall. We were watching the game. I texted Big Nick the quick. I said, "Look, man." Is the quarterback position just too difficult? Are we are, are we just being way too hard on these guys? I also have a question for Nick. What is the actual timeline for evaluating the quarterback? It's hey, because it's getting shorter and shorter as the as the years go on. Mm-hmm. Couple people are watching guys play three games. Like, yeah, nah, pack him up. It's over with. It's over. This guy stinks. <laughs> Yo, this guy, this guy stinks. Pack him up. It's over, man. I've seen enough. Couple couple throws. Eh, I've seen enough. Kenny Pickett went from the hottest young guy yeah. in the league. They're doing ads about his two gloves out in Pittsburgh. He's yep. the he's the young guy, backwards hat warming up. He's so mature, he's, he's older. Out the back. He he plays he plays he's a young guy but plays old. This guy started a lot of games at Pitt. Now all of a sudden it's getting late early for for uh for Pickett now. Very late. And they uh, and Nick Big Nick the Quick talked about this too. George Pickens Randy has Moss. been talked has been talked about like he's Randy Moss and Marvin Harrison oh. and Calvin Johnson. Wow! Wow! Yo. <laughs> Yo, Whoa! That that delete crazy. the stream. Oh, hey, <laughs> that wasn't on yeah. me. Hey, okay, hey, yeah, hey, but- hey, that wasn't on me. Yeah, yeah, don't my fault. That's on me. I I, I take full responsibility. I can't that. believe but, <laughs> but he wow, looks boy. like Randy. Too Moss, much sun. The guy in the middle that I named <laughs> Megatron and, and Megatron combined. That's whoever else. A little bit of Jerry Rice, shades of Jerry Rice, of, shade, shades of Jerry Rice. Yeah. And so yeah, he's been getting a lot of love. But what I'm getting at is now Pickett is already on the chalking block. It seems. Yeah. They didn't run a play last night, Big Nick the Quick, inside the Browns 
30 yard line on offense. Yeah, no red zone plays at all. They had nine first downs. It was nasty stuff. So big me quick. Nine first downs. Kick us off. You hear Tomlin after the game, he said, I'm not gonna apologize for winning. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a great answer, <laughs> yeah. right? Like I, I I I'm responsible for the quarterbacks and all that other shit that was positive that was going on. So yeah, I'm not gonna apologize for getting the W. But yeah. even if you quick, talk to me. Is let's talk about just the overall quarterbacks in the league that we think are actually okay. Sure. And then talk to me about what is the actual timeline for evaluating a quarterback? What, what is a realistic timeline and what is a real timeline that we can actually, you think is actually suitable to deciding if you have a guy or not? Yeah. So, I mean, I think initially it's what is the quarterback position too hard, right? Are we, are we too harsh on these guys? And I think the answer is yes, it is hard. But no, I don't think that we're too harsh on these guys. I think that we've always known that this is a tough position to play. It's the toughest position in sports, but it's also the most glorious position in sports, right? So it's kind of one of those, like, to whom much is given, much is expected, right? And if you want to be the quarterback, if you want to be the guy that gets all the glory and eventually earns the big contract and is the face of the franchise and gets all the commercials and all that that can come along with being a successful quarterback, you got to live up to that billing. And a lot of these guys are getting that before they even, you know, do anything, right? So depending on who you are, you look at a guy like Baker Mayfield, he had a decent few games in the NFL, and he's the face of every single commercial campaign you could possibly think of. He's doing State Farm. He's selling you this. He's selling you that. Um, so, again, if that's kind of what comes with it, then you got you to be able to perform. And it's a tough position. And as defenses get better and as defensive coordinators get bet, uh, smarter, you know, as these guys get faster, as whatever it is, and as we expect more out of these quarterbacks, it's going to get more difficult. But it's not like we haven't seen guys who do it. It's not like we don't have a handful of guys who do do it in the NFL. It's just, again, that's why you pay these guys top dollar. That's why Mahomes reworks his deal yesterday to get $50 million per year. Because he's like, hey, guess what? I'll take the money. I need that because you have me on your team and you win two Super Bowls no matter who else is around me. And I Patrick think Mahomes... Mahomes. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is going to have a record restructure. Yeah. Every other – he's going to have the most restructures in NFL history. Right, but remember before it was, hey, well, you can't win if you have a guy making this much money, and Mahomes won one without making that money and then won another one with making all that money and pretty much yeah. said, hey, look, as long as you have me, you're good. You can get rid of Cheetah. You can get rid of Kareem yeah. Hunt. You can miss on Edwards Hilaire. You can have Juju Smith-Schuster be my number one receiver, and I will win you a Super Bowl, right? Like, they got rid of Tyreek Hill. Most teams would never, ever in any situation move on from Tyreek Hill. It was between Tyreek and Kelsey. They chose Kelsey and Mahomes, and he got him another Super Bowl, and I wouldn't be surprised if he got him a couple more. Um, and that's why he gets everything that's coming to him. So I don't think we're too harsh on these guys because I think these guys, when it goes well, they get everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have to be good. It's, it's too important. It's the only position in the NFL that you can legitimately say, I cannot win unless I have – somebody at this spot, right? Like everything else, and when we talk about, you know, our top four positions, the corners, the tackles, the edge rushers, you can manufacture some of that. Ideally, you don't want to, but you can manufacture some of that. You can't manufacture quarterback play. So very rare in the, what, 40, how many Super Bowls is it? 50, 56? Have we had a one by mediocre quarterbacks? There's only a handful. Dilfer. Well, what did Johnson. we talk about? 30, how many, how many quarterbacks was it? 30, I think 32. 32. Yeah. Bowl. Yeah. And how many of those guys would you say are, at least in the last 30 years, we'll call it, uh -huh, I mean, seven of those were by Tom Brady, but at least in the last like 30 years, <laughs> well, are mediocre, right? Like, not really outside of Dilfer and Johnson. And don't come to me with Eli talk. I know you can't say anything bad about Eli because you got to lay your head down in New York City, but regular season was mediocre. But if you look at those Super Bowls, Eli won those Super Bowls. He wasn't a bystander. He wasn't just there handing off the nah, rock. He wasn't a passenger. That's wasn't a sure. passenger. Yeah. So, look, man, that, that's that's kind of how it goes. So I I don't think that we're too harsh on these guys. I know okay. I went off so on then, that one, but what was the second part of that question? What's what's an actual timeline? It like, depends, man. I don't I don't think there's any like set like we need to give a quarterback three years. I think you have to see things, right? Like we've seen teams move on fast from guys. Like one that stands out to me. Remember Josh Rosen? Uh, Cardinals took him like yeah. eighth or ninth one year. I'm like, hey, we're off. Right. And I think that yeah. that either comes down to you're seeing something in the building that you really don't like or your veteran coaches are just like, hey, this, this just isn't going to work. So I don't. And if that's the case, it doesn't matter how much time you can put into a guy. It's not going to turn around. 
Nick, um, I was so high on Josh Rosen. <laughs> the chosen I Rosen. Thought, I thought Josh Rosen was <laughs> gonna be like Aaron Rodgers' wife. <laughs> yeah, a lot of I was did. so I was so high on Josh Rosen. And remember, he was talking shit when he was coming out too. Yeah, yeah. Like well, he fell everybody's calling me a rich kid. Yeah. He just had big time moxie, big time bravado. He talked a lot of shit. He had Which a, a lot big of people arm. didn't like apparently. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. didn't like it. And then he came in and just stunk it up. Was awful. Crazy. Yeah. It was awful. Jamarcus was so Russell, bad. guys like that. It's just like sometimes you can see it right away, like, hey, this isn't gonna happen. Yeah. Um, with other guys, you gotta give them more time. Like, let's say Richardson, the kid in Indy. Like, if they yeah. gave up on him, no matter what his rookie year looked like, I would be like, that's ridiculous. Cause all you've heard about is he's a good kid, he's gonna work hard, he's just raw. Right. Um, now, if it started coming out that like Anthony Richardson's skipping meetings, he's not watching film. You know, I mean, he's an asshole in the building. OK, that's a different story. So I think the timeline is based on the player. But realistically, like if a guy's a good prospect. You should start seeing. Real signs of improvement of being that guy in like year three. Also, you're so as long as everything and he's a hard worker. Everything's doing the right things, yeah. positives, mm-hmm. and then so that that is that's the thing. It's almost like sometimes we don't see all the stuff that's happening behind the scenes. Right. So it's like, why does this guy continue to get opportunities? A lot of it is the behind the scenes stuff. But you, you, Nick, I, I think you're wrong on a year three, bro. I think that's far too much, dog. We are we are getting on quarterbacks' ass. And I've been trying to be a, a lot more lenient just because I know how difficult the situation is. And I am – I've said this now the, the last month, how important the scheme and the coaching staff is. It's the second most – the offensive mind in your building is the second most important person in the franchise. It's the quarterback and then the offensive mind. If your offensive mind is, is not there, then it doesn't matter about anywhere else. You're going to have to have a pick six on the first play a strip fumble return and all types of turnovers like Pittsburgh did to win games. So the offensive mind is, is that important, but I don't, I, dude, I, Nick, I'm starting to think we're going to get like, I think the timeline man is like 20 games, 25 games. I think th- we're going to start seeing teams move off guys, 25 games tops. And, 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 for whatever reason, from the fan base to the media, it doesn't matter how many schemes you've been in, how many offenses you've had to learn, how much turnovers on the roster, none of that. Because we're seeing it right now with Pickett. We're seeing it right now with um, Justin Fields. We're seeing it. We're seeing it on the flip side with Purdy. We've essentially anointed Purdy that he's a he's going to be a 15 year quarterback in the NFL. So the, 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 the windows and the, the crowning and decrowning of people is happening at lightning speed. And I think the, the Anthony Richardson will get a full season. He can do whatever the fuck he wants this year in Indianapolis. Be good, bad, doesn't matter. If he comes out in year two, five, six games in, and it's horrendous, it, it's, it's really – I think the narrative already starts to turn on you that quickly. So I guess what I meant by year three, like becoming that guy is like, I think a perfect example would be like a Josh Allen, right? Like his first two years completed under 60% of his passes. Um, Obviously he showed a lot of flashes. It's like, okay, this guy isn't going to be a complete bust, which was one of the worries coming out. Just um, all things considered. And then by year three, 37 touchdowns, complete 70% of his passes and is an MVP candidate. So like, that's, I guess what I mean by like that, by like year three, headed towards being that type of guy. So if Richardson is bad this year, comes out next year and shows improvement, right? Like he's working towards that. And then year three is like fully fledged, like, hey, he's that guy, right? Not necessarily a finished product, but like, yeah, he's that guy. I'm fine with that. So I guess that's kind of what I meant. Not that you can suck for 34 games, essentially, and by game 35, have it figured out. Like, I don't think that's it. But I think, again, man, it depends on the player. Like, some of these guys are going to take a little bit longer. But, yeah, I think you're right. I do believe that we are going to be at, like, that 25-game mark with these guys. And if you're not seeing something, then, yeah, you're going to move on. But it, it just – I think it just depends on the guy and depends on what you're seeing. Not everybody is going to be the same. I don't think there's going to be, like, a standard – you need to be at yeah. this by game 25, right? It's going to be different for everybody else. The thing with guys like Purdy 
and some of these other guys that are considered more not necessarily NFL ready, but polished when they come in is you expect certain things from them right away, right? Like you would almost Brad Perry's not the best example because of where he was drafted, but like a guy who might have been drafted like the fourth round, you might expect him to do a lot of different things better than Anthony Richardson could right now, right? But the hope is that Richardson eventually takes all that yeah. talent and then adds in that experience stuff, and you have Josh Allen, right? You have one of these other guys who's kind of ascended. So, I mean, I think that's kind of where we're at. So, I think it's it just basically – it also depends on the organization. Some organizations have a low tolerance for it, right? Some coaching staff – it depends on where you are as an organization. If you were – if you came in with that quarterback and GM like you like to talk about and head coach, you get a little bit more time. If you inherit that person or that person's given to you in the middle of your tenure – where you could be on the way out, it's like, no, I got to move on immediately, and you bring in Andy Dalton, right? You bring in Andy Dalton as a bridge quarterback and try, instead of maybe trying to start a new guy or whatever the case may be. You do something, you make some hasty reactions. So it, it, it depends, man. There's so many other factors into, uh, I guess, how these guys are successful and how you can evaluate them. It's crazy. I don't, Yeah, there's no real answer. I don't know. But I do agree with you that we're coming off guys very, 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 very. I mean, this is... So Watson is back. He had eight games last year, I believe. Played two now. One was in a monsoon. Second was on Monday Night Football. He got a full off season. I'm I'm aware. But I mean, there's people coming off him. He's and he has looked very poor. Deshaun Watson. He looked, yeah, he looks like a different guy. Yeah, they said he's. Uh, they said in QBR since he's been back, he's like 27th in the NFL in QBR. Uh, he's been one of the worst quarterbacks in the league since he's gotten back. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, he looked terrible. Last night, last night he looked like a guy who – he looked like Justin Fields looked almost. Like you don't know what he – he doesn't know what he's doing. You know, some of those fumbles, some of the plays, are just he, he didn't look comfortable back there. He did not look like a guy who used to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Forget making plays, right? It's just more like how he moved. Um, he just doesn't yeah. look the same. So, yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, yeah. It's, you know, it's a funny comparison because I agree with you. He, he just is moving like lost. shit's lost. Confused. Too fast for him. Yeah, like what the hell happened since I've been you, gone? <laughs> and you, yeah, you know, like, like, man, what yeah, the fuck? yeah, I'm like, like whoa, this is a different yeah. game. This is a different game. Yeah, a different game. Yeah. Man. I, I don't yeah. know this, this game. Is, yeah, you know what's funny? A, a guy who acts and always moves like he's got shit under control, but is very mediocre. Derek Carr. Oh yeah. He, never, he, never flustered, mover. confident, confident mover. Hey, listen, yeah, absolutely. Doesn't, doesn't play very well consistently. I understand why he got paid in the offseason. I feel like if Derek Carr comes in for the free agent meeting and you sit down, you're gonna believe whatever he's telling. Oh yeah, can, he, can, he, he, even in hard knocks. No, you saw in the hard knocks. Gruden couldn't hate this dude anymore, but Derek Carr just kept resilient. Like whatever. He's just, yeah, he's awesome. Shout out Derek Carr. Yeah. And he can play a little bit. He can play a little he's bit. He's, mid, he's, a med, he's a middling dude. Make a lot and, of money. But this is, a, this is a perfect example of what we always talk about, Nick. This guy is so middling, very mediocre. He's like same level as Jimmy Garoppolo type of guy. And they, he always has a job because he's good in the locker room, always says the right stuff, leader this, leader that, puts on a great face for your franchise. Those guys are always going to have a longer leash. And I'll say this to go back to Justin Fields. He does, he is starting to sh show a little like fluff, like he's flustered. And it's about press conferences. Who, Justin Fields? Yes. Yeah. yeah. When, when, I, when I heard Justin say it is what it is, as yeah. a, hey, listen, bro. Yeah, as a quarterback of a franchise, can't say it. You can you can never say shit it like that. It never it never is what it is. It and it, 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 it never is what it is. And if it is what it is, I need you to explain what, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, what what is what it is? Yeah, what is what? What do you mean, Justin? It is you what it is. Saying? I don't give a fuck. I don't know. Yes, exactly. Whatever. That's, fuck it. It's fuck it. Yeah, that's how it comes off. Right? Can't fix so, it. Yeah, that's the thing about Carr. It's like, no, nah, man, he's he would never say the right things. He would never say anything like we'll never that. Get so that's that. that's where what? it gets a little spooky for Justin too. It's like you gotta keep that strong face, man. Don't crumble under the pressure. I know shit is rough. I know shit's not going well. I know the scheme sucks. I know the protection's not there. I know you got a lot of things to work on on the game, but the the one thing that you can control that's all you is when you get in front of the mic. 
and people start asking you questions, you almost have to put on that Russell Wilson bullshit. I'm not saying don't no, be yourself. Not, not be, that far. No, no, no. Not that listen, far. Yeah, yeah, listen, yeah. I'm not saying don't be yourself and be fake, but it is what it is. Yeah, you, no, you, you got to be very confident and complete absolutely. up there and yeah. talk about how you're working on your game. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like on the stock line. answers. There's stock answers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's stock answers. And I, and I will, I'll, I'll say this. You kind of downplayed Derek Carr a little bit. Like that's, that's not why he has a job. Derek Carr is one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the NFL, which is why he has a job and he probably will be yeah. for the next few years. So he is good. En- but that's also an indictment on the system, right? Where it's like, he's really not that good. But he's yeah. still one of the 32 best. Right. And we talk about this when we talk about college football, where it's like, hey, look, man, there aren't 32 good NFL quarterbacks. Right. So you can't tell me there's a bunch of them in college that I want to watch. It's hard <laughs> yeah. enough. There was four games on last or two games on last night. Right. Four quarterbacks, four National Football League quarterbacks. And only one of them was a rookie. Right. Playing last night. And it was atrocious. It was atrocious quarterback play all around. One of them's the high, one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league. One of them's a veteran in Derek Carr. How many? Another one's a guy in Pickett who's supposed to be ascending, and the other one was the number one pick in the draft. And between the four of them, it's like, yeah, pick your poison. All these guys suck. They were all awful yeah. last night. So it's yeah, just they like, were all awful last all night. All awful. How many touchdowns across all four of them in the in the game? In the games, both of them. I want to say two at the top. Grown? Pickens Pickens broke one for seventy plus. Yeah, and then Bryce Young went down and threw one at the end of the game on a on a prevent defense. Yeah, Bryce Young had one. Derek Carr had none. Yep. Um, and then Pickett had one. Watson had zero. Deshaun Watson had one. No, Deshaun Watson had one to. Um, uh, why am I blanking? He had one though, okay. and then Pickens had one. So it was three touchdowns, but there was also three interceptions and and maybe forty fumbles. Maybe 40 fumbles. <laughs> Could have been 40 fumbles last night. I lost count of fumbles by the third quarter between the two games. But it was it was it was a shit show, right? So like that's that's where we're at with quarterbacks. So yeah. I don't me, know. Okay, let me, Maybe we let me are too this. harsh on these guys because these guys these are these this is the future. Two of these guys are the future and two of them are the present and they were all terrible. Okay, because so let me let's do this because I think this will be fun. Because I honestly think there's ten quarterbacks in the NFL that can actually that can, I like are actually a real threat. I don't think there's many more than that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out quarterback names. You tell me if you'll go with them or it's time to rebuild. Restart, so how break it how down. so we gotta have like I've thought I've often thought about this. We gotta have like a strong. I'll, what does I'll go with them mean? Is it like, yeah, I'll go 16 games with this guy? Because that, no, like, they're bringing I, in a lot that, of folks in there with that. No, 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 no. You, I'm talking about, or that. I'm going to hitch I, my wagon I'm, to this guy. I'm going to go with oh, this guy. And we're, yeah. we, we think we could try to win a title. Okay. So yeah, basically, absolutely. like Bryce Young, CJ, Richardson, those guys don't count because we, 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 we don't know. Yeah, we no don't know anything about those guys, right? Okay. But yeah. like, in other yeah, no, words, let's do it. Yeah, I got how it. How about this? How about this? You're, you either, you'll go with them or you're looking for a quarterback in the next draft. Gotcha. Got me. Yep. Um, Derek Carr. My, Derek Carr. I'm looking for a quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo. Looking for a quarterback. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about Kirk here in a second. Actually, I'm probably riding with Kirk a little bit longer. So you 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 believe? Oh man, it. I don't, see. Kirk is like the Mason Dixon line of it. You know what I mean? Like he is like the freaking, absolutely. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like he's because because he, look, also he's good enough, but he's is, not good enough. Look, yeah. Kirk is going. Hey, <laughs> if you like worse. it or not, yeah. Kirk is going to wake up in what month is it right now? It's September. Yeah. Come July, Kirk is going to be looking for about forty million dollars, and he'll get Kirk. it. Yeah, you feel me? So like that's that like that is the Mason Dixon, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so you know what? Actually, I'm. Kirk is where I draw the line, so I'm looking for a new quarterback. That's how that's that's yeah, I'm looking for a new quarterback. You're looking for a new quarterback. Looking for a new quarterback. Kirk Cousins at 40 is not gonna do it for me. I'm looking for a new quarterback. Looking for a new quarterback, man. He can't take me where I need to go. I know Geno I know, Smith. I know oh, Geno Smith. Oh man. Uh I'm looking for a new quarterback. Kyler Murray. I'm absolutely looking for a new quarterback. But I yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I can't. Cause I just signed him to a deal that Josh, kicks in next year. Right, Josh Allen. I'm good. 
I'm not looking for a new quarterback. <clears throat> I'm looking for Trevor an offensive Lawrence, court. Trevor. I'm looking for an offensive coordinator that can work with him. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, I'm not looking for a new quarterback. He's 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 that guy. Like Ritter, you could take Ritter out. Desmond like Ritter, oldest, the oldest I'm, looking young. No, I'm Tannehill. Tannehill I'm, I'm looking for a new quarterback. No, I've been looking for. I've been. I can't. I've been looking. Tannehill should be given twenty percent of his salary to Derrick Henry. And the uh, and, and twenty more to Vrabel. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. right. So yep. like, so then so that's yeah, I, that's kind of where you're at, right? Okay, like golf. That's the man. He right there next to him and Kirk at the same table. Oh, golf's putting up numbers. <laughs> golf, he's been very good. I know. I'm I'm going with golf. I'm rocking with golf. I think I like golf Derek is golf. one of those. Golf is one of those 10, 12 guys that, are, that I think are actually there. Golf has played. Hey, listen, people forget golf has been the starter for a Super Bowl team. McVay was the quarterback. <laughs> they they said McVay was talking to him in his helmet, bro. They said they Pro- had to check. Probably. They, said they, were, they said they had to check on uh, the what, what time they were cutting off the bike in his helmet because McVay right. McVay was going <laughs> was pushing the limits, talking to him through his through his uh, his helmet. Uh, but golf this year, seventy percent of passes completed, four touchdowns, one pick. Golf, yo, I'm lights out. Golf. He's been I lights think- out. He's been lights out for for. 13 games now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it's just, it's just so fickle, man. Like, the first off. couple of weeks, Stafford has been playing really well. well. So here, here's the thing about how we're harsh on quarterbacks, right? And is this fair? Can certain guys never shake their reputation? Like, for me, Matt Stafford. Like, I I, I truly believe in it. it worked. A tiger cannot change his stripes. And you can't tell me anything about Matt Stafford. He will always suck in my book. He sucks. You gotta be, yeah. You're not a big Stafford guy. I'm not. It doesn't matter. He won a Super Bowl. Great. It, it, literally great. I, it, Matt he's Stafford in, sucks. In, like Matt Ryan for you. Matt Ryan come out of retirement, uh, win a Super Bowl with the Jets this year. I mean, you, you want to talk about a guy that was stealing money for years and years so and years. If you, is Ryan, that Lord. is that being harsh on guys? But then you like you take it with a guy like Jared Goff is a more realistic thing, right? Like because we thought he sucked before and we've seen him suck before. Does it not matter what he does in Detroit? If Baker Mayfield was to be good again, does it not matter what he does, right? Like, are there certain guys where it's like, hey, yeah, no, we we believe you suck. Geno Smith, you brought him up. I'm like, hey, look, I don't care what he did last year. Geno Smith sucks, right? He was good last year, but he sucks, you know? And, like, so, like, for me, that's probably where it's like, yeah, I'm too harsh on quarterbacks. Because once I see you, once I put you there and, like, I place you there, you're kind of there permanently. And and like let's be clear when we say sucks we you you know we're just we're it's banter right we're we're, yeah. we're going back and forth we're talking shit but it's just not a guy that I have confidence in week yeah, in week out I don't, yeah there's, exactly there is guys that comp, week in week out I'm like I'm not worried about this dude showing up at For sure. all yes right and guys like Gino guys like Daniel Jones they're just I'm not confident I'm not in those confident guys to in show you. up on a week to week James in the comments shout out James. He said, bring up Tua's name. I'm, let me tell you something. Absolutely rocking. Hold on. Let's talk about Tua for a second. I was talking to my guy, Brandon Anderson, from the Action Network. Shout out, BA. This guy, Tua, processes information, pre-snap, post-snap, gets through his reads and gets the ball off with absolutely no hesitation. It's some of the best progression and decision-making within the quickest time frame I've seen from a quarterback. Maybe – in a long time, I, you know, I, I don't want to go crazy here. But Tua snaps the ball, knows where he's going to go, and if his first read is covered up, he is off it in an instant. Yeah. And he's looking somewhere else, and as soon as he makes a decision, ball's gone out. He is averaging the, like, the quickest drop back to throw speed in the NFL, and on top of that is averaging the longest completion yards down the field as well. So he's getting it out the quickest and getting it downfield. It's just, it's what he's doing right now is very, very spectacular. Now, a lot of that has to do with Mike McDaniel singular. This guy is ridiculous. The concepts that he's implementing are things that other teams aren't doing. He has a guy in Tua seeing everything extremely clearly. And a lot of that has to do with the position that he's putting in him. So shout out Mike McDaniel, uh, singular. He's that guy. Singular brother. So, man, that's the 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 quarterback talk is is always fun. I, the two, I, the man, two I, and McDaniel get the black, the black QB black head coach combination. I think I think 
I'm with we, it. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, I think two is two, two, two with us. No. <laughs> I, I mean, I agree. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, so, but yeah, 100%. The, the Pacific I, Brothers. Yeah, and I think the GM is black, so shout out to them. Um, yeah, no, nah, man, I'm uh, – yeah, he is one more head hit away, but everybody is yeah. one more something away if we're being completely honest. Joe Burrow could be one more devastating leg injury away. Like, it, it doesn't matter. So, like, James just said that in the comment. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure, man. You gotta be you gotta be careful with that, and hopefully you keep that under wraps. So that's always gonna be the situation. But we can't we can't forecast injuries. So like for right now, absolutely, yeah. Tua is Tua is for sure. I'm happy. Tua, obviously, Mahomes, Rogers, uh, Burrow, Herbert, um, Allen, um, dare I say, Brock Lawrence. Purdy. <laughs> Lawrence, Lawrence, Brock, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Brock. Trevor Lawrence, yeah, those uh, Brock Purdy. And listen, and again, I t- I said it last week. We we got to stop saying but it's Brock Purdy. My man has won like thirteen straight. I love Shanahan. I love the 49ers. It is hard to win in the NFL. Hey man, I, but I'm gonna tell you this. Look, you throw Brock Purdy in a fucking orange Chicago Bears jersey. Yeah, he's gonna be terrible. He he looks like we he. We, what in the world is this dude even doing in the league? Sure. So. That I think it, it, yeah, that's where it gets very particular. But you can't just about- put anybody in that San Francisco system, or you can't just throw anybody on. I, I, I push I, again, man. Like, I don't like when it's like, yeah, but you could just throw anybody into San yeah. and, and they're going to be great. If Brock Purdy goes wrong, and God forbid they have to play some games with Sam Darnold, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, it will not look the same. If it looks the same, I will fly out to San Francisco. And I will go to a game at the, at the stadium. That that's how confident I am. Who was my man that came in for Brock last year in the playoffs? I can't remember his name. Oh man, he got CJ hurt too, right? CJ uh, CJ CJ Bethard. Yeah, was it Bethard? Terrible. I don't remember, but yeah, yeah he I don't even good. know. Yeah, he was awful. Yeah. yeah. So what? What Purdy is out there? It's it's not it's not game managing. Again, I said it last week. Yeah. Brock is not game managing. Go watch the film. Go watch the football. <clears throat> He's not out there throwing for seven hundred yards a game. But he's, he's not out there. Giving, he's making big throws. Um, so yeah, Josh Johnson. Was, shout out Cody. It was Josh Johnson. Was it Black Josh Johnson? Black Josh Johnson. The immortal. Yeah. Hey, talk about other, that, other, that, that's how other, bad court, Josh Johnson pops up every couple of years. He's back in the league. What other Josh Johnson you know that can, that is somehow on the roster? Always of the guy that gets hurt. Doc, in the playoffs. He's always on the, the roster. Josh Johnson, Black Josh want, Johnson. He's gonna start for the Bengals next week. Uh, shout out Josh Johnson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chuck so, yeah, check getter, all timer. I love it. All time um, check getter. Yeah. <laughs> Game check. Get Game your money. Check. I'm available. Yeah, it. coach, I'm available. I can be on the next flight. <laughs> <laughs> I got miles. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So, Audi, what were we on? Um. Are we rocking with Jalen Hurts? Yeah, I'm rocking with Jalen Hurts. Of course. Yeah. 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 Of course. <laughs> yeah. I have to. What do we? Ha- yeah. I mean, he. I'm telling you, but I've been bark. I've been screaming this at the top of my lungs. All these guys are named and have great offensive systems. All yeah. of them. San Francisco, we've been we've been talking about flat brim Kyle Shannon. I don't think Josh Allen different. has a great offensive system. If we're being completely honest, yeah. And then, but but he's and he's but he's also turning the ball over twenty times a year. Yeah, but I think I year. think they, they they for whatever reason have neglected the running back position the, his entire tenure there and just decide that having him be the leading rusher, knowing that he's reckless. I don't think they have actually. To be honest with, you, I don't like anything about their system. I think that they need an offensive refresh. You think it's too reliant uh, on Josh? It's too reliant play. on him, man. Like you, you could do other things. I don't understand what they're doing over there. I uh, don't understand the lack of running game. I also think this is. So we were just talking about injuries, Brock getting hurt, and I think it's the perfect segue into talk about Nick Chubb. Absolutely. If you haven't seen the replay and you can stomach it, you should just go look at it just to see the type of injuries that occur all the time in football. This shit is frequent. I tweeted out last night. Playing running back in the NFL is suicide. It's absolute suicide. Your body is going to get mangled. If you stay in the league long enough playing the running back position, getting the touches these guys are getting, your body is going to get smoked. And that's exactly what has happened to Nick Chubb now multiple times. If you didn't know, Nick Chubb in 2015 at Georgia had one of the most horrific knee injuries I've ever seen. Go watch that one if you haven't seen it as well. I think they were playing Tennessee. He got caught on the sideline, left knee, essentially goes backwards. It looks like a horse's knee. 
and just hyperextends and he blows out everything. Except his ACL, which is interesting enough. But no ACL tear, but everything else. Same knee last night. Gets taken out. Minka Fitzpatrick goes low. Call it dirty. Call it what you want. But this is just football. I don't, I, I'm not, I don't think Minka sees him and says, I'm going to go try to hurt this dude. He's just trying to bring dude down because he's the best, one of the best top five offensive weapons in the NFL, Nick Chubb. So what do we do here, Nick? Like we've talked about this before. Nick Chubb is now out. He, he, he might be out permanently. I hope not. But that's the second. He's going to have a, he's going to have a full reconstruction of the left knee for the second time in eight years. Mm-hmm. And he's a little older now. I'm glad he got paid a little bit of money as well. Shout out Nick Chubb. But all the guys that were complaining pregame or preseason, like, excuse me, don't are hurt. They all got hurt this week. They all got hurt this week. Nick Chubb is out. Austin Eckler's out. Saquon Barkley is out. What do we do, Nick? Hey, and you want to know the biggest problem, Nick? Nick Chubb goes down. Some guy off the bench comes in, picks up 105 off the bench. I don't even know his name. Like Fred Jones Jr. Oh, yeah. Uh, Look it up I'm real pretty quick. Sure, I'm pretty sure he was wearing 84. He was wearing wide receiver number. My man comes in and picks up 100 yards. <laughs> yeah. It, like, it was a – Underscores why you don't it, pay running backs. Yeah, and shout out my guy, <laughs> Analytics Capper. Jay Ford. He, Ford. Jerome Jay Ford. 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 Jerome, Jerome Ford. Ford. I don't. I, I didn't know Jerome Ford until 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 he started toting the rock. Yeah, fifth round pick out of Cincinnati. Fifth Okay, look, look, Nick. Fifth round pick out of Cincinnati. I paid him six hundred thousand. The best running back in the world goes down. This guy is a fifth round pick from Cincinnati. Comes in and gets a buck. Yeah. In the middle of the game, yeah. it's a perfect reason why you don't pay running backs. Yeah. And I don't know. What you could do and he'll probably rush for a thousand yards this year. Yes, right. So, I talked about my, my the one fix that I did have that I think is a really good idea is you just have to have minimums for these guys, where it's like if you get kind of like for the NBA, if you get all NBA or or you get all NBA or you win a you win a league, you're available for the supermax. If you get certain amount of carries in the NFL, or you get a certain amount of touches, you need to you trigger some type of payment. From the franchise because there's until that happens there's absolutely no reason why you don't you you get these guys run them into the ground and go get another one well but that's the thing because you can do that there will be no incentive to ever put together this program that you're talking about there's there if there's a never-ending mill of running backs who nick, has I enough power league, to nick nick i thought the league cared about the players though they don't. That. What do you mean? No, they don't. <laughs> and you know, you know what else? The other, the, posi- the other positions aren't going to care enough to fucking do anything about it. So what are you going to do? A bunch of running? They tried this. What about what happened to the coalition of running backs that that, that had the Zoom call? What about the Zoom call? Man, we're all gonna we're gonna take a stand. Saquon signed the next day. All those fools lined up at week one for whatever Wait. salary the team offered them. Whatever the team told them they were worth, they all. And I'm not blaming these guys at all. So I know I sounds like I'm blaming them. I'm not. I'm just telling you what happened. So a, there's two things that are going to happen. A, they show up because they're not going to miss a check. When you can't get a check, you're certainly not going to miss a check, right? This is this doesn't work that way. Um, and B, they don't show up, and we go get a fucking fifth-round pick who's going to come in and rush for 1,000 yards, who's going to be A, happy he's in the NFL, and be happy he's making $600,000 a year. So that's what it comes down to. And guess what? When he doesn't start to like it, We'll go find another one. And when he doesn't start to like it, we'll go find another one. Because yeah. the football fields in Texas are full of prospects. And a lot of them are running the football. The football fields in Florida are full of prospects. In Alabama and California. And a lot of them are running the football. It is still one of the positions in football. At the youth level, you need running backs. You need them in high school. You need them in college. So they're still being produced. And if that is your opportunity to get to the NFL, you can't just be a senior in college and be like, you know what? I'm not going to be a running back anymore. I want to get paid, so I'm going to be a defensive back. It doesn't work that way. If you're a prospect as a running back, you go in as a running back. And when it's time to get paid, you're probably done. And they will never have enough power to sit here and be like, well, guess what? We're not doing this until we hit a a carry threshold. Is every running back on the face of earth going to sit out then? That's the only way that happens because we'll find somebody. Yeah. 
Remember way back in the day before the NIL, we used to talk about ways that college athletes could get paid. And I was like, look, man, this is the only way they're going to get paid. It's going to have to be the final four. And Coach Krzyzewski is going to have to walk out Duke and have them sit on the floor and not play. Yeah. At the tip. Like, that's the, like, it has to be. And that might of, work. And, and that might work. Like, but you can't, because you can't find 12 other basketball players to right. build Duke's roster, but you can find 32 right. running backs. So, it, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really tough situation. And honestly, if you go to middle America, if some guy, if some guy in middle America complains about his gig and he's not getting paid enough, you know what everyone's going to tell him? Go get another job. Go get another uh, skill. Go, yeah. go find something else to do. That's kind of like what these running backs hey, should have played wide receiver, my brother. They, they have less, actually, because some of them can go on strike. And because they are hard to get, they, they actually might. You know what I mean? Like, whoever. It, the, the, the running backs are in a position where, like, is yeah, it is what it is, man. And nothing's going to change. Yeah, we can we tough. can try to find all the, the sexual money. We can the talk. NFLPA yeah, is going to have to come in and help of some way, shape, or form. That's which the only way. Which other players saying, hey, yeah, we're willing to. Exactly. Yeah. I was just going to say, the other players need to stand in, in uh, solidarity with the running backs and try to get those guys paid. That's it's like when you were talking way. about that money pool that exists. It's like, listen, we're not allocating that just to the running back position. Yeah. So now we all want some of that. Well, what about if I'm a wide receiver that outperforms my contract? You know I that, want my, my ends. You know what that uh, pool reminds me of? I bought a, I own a condo in Chicago. And we have a uh, the it's like a it's like a fund. I can't remember. I don't know why I'm blanking on that. It's cool. like a no. It's like a it's like a it's like a rainy day fund. For oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're What's talking about. Yeah, no, yeah, yes, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking. Co-ops have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, what, I don't yes, know what it's fuck. called. It's, uh, it's uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, um, for, it's supposed to be for special projects and stuff that they want to do in the building. Look that up. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah, much like it's like up. a university endowment. It's a it's a yes. it's a fucking mythical amount of money they never spend. But look look at look at yeah, what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Because while, while I while I tell this story, we could go back and forth. But my my HOA fees, they're not too crazy, but. What's crazy nowadays anyway? I don't even know. They're like, yeah, I want to say they're like 250 a month, something like that. Maybe a little less, 225. But they're about like two and a quarter, 250. That's 3,000 a year. I mean, yeah. Like, it's a real number. A it's, reserve, it's, a reserve know, fund? Yeah, it's a reserve. Yeah, it's yes. an HOA reserve, right? Yeah. So, you know, this stuff's supposed to go towards the, the, the lawn out front and the flowers and when it snows. You know, someone's supposed to come and move the snow out of the way, whatever. But in our reserve, I think there's like one point one million dollars or something mm-hmm. in case in case the roof caves in and they have to repair the the roof. Right, that's going to cost six, seven hundred thousand, whatever. Or the building needs a new deck. But what I'm getting at is, we needed some new tuck pointing, and the HOA had a meeting. And they wanted to raise the fees. They want to raise the fees. They're not going like, to use it for that. That's I'm maintenance. Like this, I'm like, this sounds like a perfect time to go dip in that 1.1 million to get it mm. fixed, right? Yeah, but going. you know me, Nick. I don't want to. I, I would never ever sit on the board of an HOA because I couldn't deal with it. That's how it's I am too, with things. It's too much it's for too me. Much, it's too much red tape for me. I, Dude, I, I would I would lose my mind. I went to like two PTA meetings a couple few years ago when Mia was in elementary school, and that's what I told Nikki. I was like, I can't. This is this this doesn't move at my pace. It makes no sense. It's a whole bunch of talking and no action. Yes. I'm gonna, yes. I'm gonna piss off a lot of people if I stay here get too long. So here. I need to get me out of here. Yes, yes. I'm the same way. You, I could never sit on a condo board, HOA board. I can't, I can't do it. I can't deal with it. I fucking can't do it. Yeah, there was, there's a. <laughs> I was talking to. Uh, there's a joke about it too. It was like the only way you get something done on the H- HOA board is to be the president of the HOA board. Yeah, that's it. But no one wants to be the president of the HOA board, so you're not going to get done with it's, it's, what you want to get dude, done. They're all like that. Wait wait till you have kids and you go to a school board meeting. You're going to you're gonna pull your fucking eyes, your eyes out, yeah. dude. So I'll, I'm just like, look, I'll just pay the extra shit. And <laughs> I, I don't, just, for my peace of mind, I don't want to <laughs> deal with this, right? But that's similar to that that slush fund in the NFL. It's like... It's, it's the reserve that never gets used for the stuff that needs to get used for because it'd be a perfect spot for those guys to dip into that money and help out the running backs, man, because it's nasty stuff out here. We have a league that's clearing $12, 15000000000 billion a year in profit. And there's guys making six, seven hundred thousand, a million and a half. It's crazy. Like, yo, listen, shout out Bijan Robinson in Atlanta. 
the over under on his touches the next three years has to be twelve hundred. So, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. It should be, be twelve hundred this year. <laughs> <laughs> Him and the other dude. Desmond Ritter should just be handing off left and right. Dude, yeah, he's gonna get the ball so much. The Especially next if they two, keep winning. Years, yeah, forget it's about it. It's gonna be absurd. So, so let yeah, me ask man. you this though. You, but if you start doing that, doesn't it then become unfair to the other positions? So here's a perfect example, right? Our guy Brock Purdy. Last year, Brock Purdy made seven hundred thousand dollars. This year, he makes eight seventy. Next year, he makes nine eighty-five, and the year after that, he makes one point one. So, if Purdy's like, "Hey, you're paying running backs for their for their contributions, and it's going crazy. I need my money right now, then too. I'm criminally underpaid, yep, even though I have a contract at the end of the rate. Yeah, that's fine. What if I get hurt? If I'm another player, I'm not approving that. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I'm, I'm saying like no, because we're making special concessions for one position. And once you do that, you open up that Pandora's box. You start doing other shit here. Who else feels they're underpaid? Fullbacks, like, hey, man, we block. We don't make enough money. We should have some of this, too. Hey, we need this, too. I'm a tight end, but I catch 95 balls. I should be dipping in the wide receiver well, we, fund. That's been a problem. Hey, yeah, I know, but that's what I'm trying to tell you. So it, it becomes, no, nah, you don't do it. It is what it is. Listen, man, that's the situation that we're in right now. It's where we're at. Deal with it. That's where we're at. Then don't Kids, be a running back. You're that's listening. Fine. Yeah. Go, go throw the rock. Figure, yeah, I would absolutely go throw the rock. <laughs> go throw the I saw rock. Mitch Trubisky go, go on the sidelines last night. You know what? Mitch Trubisky's rich. Might never work again, actually, like in a game. If he, if he didn't want – yeah, yeah. He, he, He'll be he in the league for the next 10 years. On or off the field. He doesn't, the, he doesn't the have The Trubisky family's need. rich. He's rich. <laughs> He's the richest person he knows. <laughs> <laughs> He's the richest person he knows. That's a good one. I love that one. I'm the richest person I know. I'm the richest so person I'm, I know. I'm doing okay. So you can say what you want to. I'm fucking rich. <laughs> Everybody looks up to me that I know. All right? Don't fucking get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Let's talk about Cincinnati Bengals. They're 0-2. Oh, man, Burrow was... out with the calf. Josh Browning, shout out Washington. Looks like he's going to get the start here this week. Is he husky? What do you make, what do you, what do you make of the <laughs> overall team situation is burrow out for sure have they said that he's out uh i don't think it's for sure but he uh it's not looking good i know the number moved from six and a half down to three for the rams this week so that 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 number's been moving around overall i know you wanted to talk about it how do you feel about the Bengals? they're zero and two for the second year in a row are they gonna be able to put it together again yeah, it, it looks it looks shaky because uh, as people have alluded to, I think the worst situation that could have happened for them was you try to have him play through this injury and then you go zero and two and he reaggravates it and that's exactly where they find yeah. themselves. Now, traditionally, the Bengals have started slow under Joe Burrow, right? I think last year they started off zero and two yeah. and that ended up all right for them. Yeah. but it wasn't zero and two with the Joe Burrow injury. Um, it was zero and two with Joe Burrow recovering from an injury that he had suffered in the Super Bowl. So I think it's a little bit different, right? Whereas this calf injury, from what I'm hearing, it's not going to go away. And if you watch him play, specifically if you watch him play, he looks, for a guy that's Mr. Comfortable, right? We talk about how comfortable Joe Burrow is. He looks very, very, very uncomfortable. And it has a clear effect on their offense. And they can't protect him. Um, I think he's the most hit quarterback in the NFL since he's entered the league. It's always been an issue. I know it's gotten better than where it was when he tore up his knee the first year, but it's still not great. And I worry that a few more hits, man, he's just going to keep re-aggravating and it's going to be an issue all year long. And again, you're 0-2, right? It's not like they're 1-1 and or 2-0 and and you're trying to figure this out. You drop those first two games and you have a bunch of questions. It's not like you dropped the first yeah. two games because you're figuring stuff out. Like you have a bunch of questions going forward and now you're saying he might not even start this week. And you look at their schedule. I mean, you got the Rams who surprisingly, what, 2-0? and They lose. Yeah, 2-0 and Rams. Yeah. The Rams won that game. The Rams lost. They lost to the Niners. One yeah, they lost the Niners. But looked, yeah. looked okay. Looked competitive. And Stafford looks good. You got the Titans, who can always be tricky. Um, the Cardinals, who aren't good. But then you got Seattle. Then you got the Niners. Then you got the Bills. Like, your schedule is doesn't do you too many favors here. And yeah. you got a whole bunch of questions. So, if I'm the Cincinnati Bengals, I'm worried. Not to mention the Baltimore Ravens, as I thought, as I suspected, look very, very good. And look like they will take this division. So I would be very, yeah. very concerned if I'm the Cincinnati Bengals right now. There's always a team that's going to take a step back. And I think with this Joe Burrow injury, it looks like it's going to be the Cincinnati Bengals this year. Uh, oh, I, don't see, I don't see why you would 
not just make sure that Burrow settles in, gets 100% healthy, and then bring him back. I don't, I don't, there's no reason to rush and, and try to get him back. I just hate to write off the season so early. So but you would have sat him to start the season, is what you're saying? If it wasn't, well, if it we, wasn't where you wanted to be. I mentioned this on multiple outlets. Everyone just ignored the fact that Burrow hadn't been practicing and stuff. Uh, Taylor said several weeks yeah. about like how when is he going to come back? I will, several weeks, several weeks ago is when he'll come back. Okay, so I always like, assumed he wasn't going to start the season because he hadn't been practicing. Yeah, and when he when he pulled up in training camp, he already had a sleeve on the calf. The calf has been giving him issues for a while. It sounds like to me. And it was completely downplayed because Burrow's Burrow. And he made sure he got his deal done coming into the year. We we weren't worried about that. That got done. But it was always just like, yeah, Joe Cool's going to be fine. He's all good. He's not all good. He's not healthy. That's his plant leg, his right calf. It's just not – it's not healthy. He's not good. So that's going to be an issue here going forward. That's going to be the team that's taking a step back this year. They could fuck around and win eight games. Oh, so you you think it could go that bad for them? Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to – I think it's going to take some time for him to get back right. I think he's hurt. Yeah. I think he's hurt. And you shut him – so you wish, so if you're Zach Taylor, are you shutting him down for a few weeks? I'm not playing – Based on what you've seen. So you've seen the two games, right? Um, or yeah. You've seen, he you've seen clip, he yeah. was shit in game one. <laughs> he's in awful a, in game one. He awful. was shit in game one in a, t- in a, in a, in a rainy – sloppy game and then in game two he looked bad against Baltimore bad again. yeah. and he's and he's limping around I don't need 50 percent 70 percent Joe Burrow I need 100 percent Joe Burrow because this guy's going to be the quarterback for the next literally this guy is my livelihood yeah but Joe talk, Burrow, we're talking about those guys that like Joe Burrow's in, in that top 10 there's another group and Joe yes. Burrow's in that another it, group Yes. And then there's exactly. Patrick Mahomes. But yeah, <laughs> so there's yes. three groups in that top 10. <laughs> there's the top 10, there's those guys, and then there's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So yeah, and, exactly. And, and Burroughs in that that those got that next category of the absolute, the absolute upper echelon of NFL quarterback. Like not a guy, an absolute difference maker, a guy yeah. you absolutely can and will win with. Um, so yeah, for sure. Let's move over to the Dallas Cowboys 2-0. Absolutely wrecking shot. Beat up on the Jets, of course. Beat up on the Giants, of course. They're 2-0. Dak played well against the Jets. Against the Jets' defense, that was awesome. Yep. They might have lost a little bit of esteem coming into that game, knowing they didn't they, they weren't going to be able to put up a lot of points with Zach Wilson playing. So that, that takes the steam out of your D. But Dak looked great. Jets, they, they hung 30-plus on the Jets. My, uh, Swagoo, he 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 did the he did the. Let me be clear. I'm not saying Micah Parsons is um, Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor, but he is Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying, but I'm saying, yeah, one of those. Yeah, one of those. I'm not saying yeah. that Micah Parsons is Lawrence Taylor, but Sky is Lawrence Taylor. Remember, nothing matters. Nothing matters what you say before, but anything you say before, yeah. but it's just a lie. Yeah. <laughs> so. He uh, has been playing lights out. There's talk on the major outlets on the morning shows that Micah could win MVP. For sure. The way he disrupts games is unbelievable. From all over. It's unbelievable how he disrupts games. He Outside, just around. inside, stand up, He's like, stand down. He plays like Ed Reed, but at line, at, at, on the edge. He essentially he plays just, every position for them except for safety and corner. Yeah, he's all over the place. Yeah. He's a monster. <laughs> And you heard what Jerry Jones said coming in. He said, "Hey man, we're gonna have to pay eleven pretty soon yeah, here." So. Yeah, he already, he already. If Jerry Jones already acknowledged it, so he never said that about Dak. He never Jones, said that about. He's never said that about anybody. <laughs> yeah, I've never yeah, heard Jerry Jones yeah. say that. Like hey, we have to pay. I gotta fucking pay this guy. I gotta pay this guy regardless. Year. So yeah. like, it is what it is. Like we'll figure. I think they asked him a question about Dak. Deal. He's like, well, I gotta yeah. pay eleven. So. I gotta pay eleven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? He's like, who? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta pay eleven. I'm the not... only contract yeah, I'm, I'm talking about, about is yeah. Micah Parsons. I got to pay eleven. Which, considering like the Bosa deal be... and all that, if you're Parsons, yeah, Parsons will absolutely shatter any record for non-quarterbacks and yeah, will approach quarterback be... money. He will approach gonna... quarterback money. It's gonna be nasty. So, yeah. shout out Micah Parsons. But do you believe? In the Cowboys. <laughs> so Sean Sean's been Sean's been high on the Cowboys since the beginning of the year. That was yes. his pick for the NFC. I think Sean, I think you actually had a pretty good narrative. I think 
I think the talk on the Cowboys got so disgusting that they became undervalued when in reality all they've done is just keep adding to their team whenever adding they can. Players adding players. They've, really well. they've drafted extremely well. They've signed impact players. Um, as far as on the field so far this year, look, I've killed McCarthy at every turn um, as far as his game managing and overall head coach skills. But taking over that offense, right, taking it more to a, a, a ground control, which, look, this is me. I love ground control, running the ball uh, type <laughs> yeah. offense is burning down clock and, and not necessarily being conservative, but you don't have to create fireworks, right? And I think that was the quote that he had, like, when they got rid of Kellen Moore is we don't necessarily need to have fireworks. And I get that. I think sometimes you have a quarterback and it's like, ooh, we can throw for 5,000 yards. Let's do it. But you don't necessarily need to do that. That's not really a winning formula. And so, yeah, I mean, look, you look at these first two games, they've played really balanced. I don't think Dak has played necessarily lights out, but he's gotten the job done and it looks balanced and they're winning ball games. They've outscored 70 to 10 in their first two games. With that being said, it's been against Daniel Jones and Zach Wilson. And I think you, you can't overstate. They mashed them, though. They you, mashed listen, them listen, though. listen, listen, they listen. They them. mashed the Giants. Um, you can you can't overstate how toxic this situation in New York, as far as the Jets are concerned, is going to get. Um, you already got the Twitter beef going on now. You got sauce firing back at people online. You got you got it, it's just going to get real bad there. Every time I see Salah in a press conference, it's like he's uh, speaking a eulogy at a funeral. The guy looks dead inside. Um, so I just think that, that situation is toxic. So look, they haven't played, uh, and, and it's going to get a lot easier again for them next week with the Cardinals. And then even a lot of, and even easier with the Patriots. Like they really don't play anybody until they play the Niners, which is perfect. Again, I and, I'm, and listen, I'm 100 percent kind of like the Eagles last year. You play who they schedule you to play. I don't want to hear about like that, like all that. So I'm not gonna get get all high on that, but it, it, it is of note. But yeah, man, they look great. Uh, they look great as far as the defense. The defense looks outstanding. Michael Parsons is for sure an MVP candidate. Um, they look fucking awesome. They look unstoppable. Obviously, if they keep this rolling, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deny what I'm seeing. I do think Shannon Sharp did say something yesterday that I agree with uh, as far as the Cowboys. He said, oh, "I can't wait to hear this." Well, yeah, he, said, he said, "Can you be who you need to be when you need to be?" <laughs> that's a good. That's good. Can you be who you need to be when you need to be? And listen, that is the Dallas Cowboys. This isn't the first time they've looked good, right? This isn't the first time Dak has looked great. This isn't the first time that it looks like they've turned over a new leaf. Hell, it isn't the first time they've looked like the best team in the NFC. But again, can you be who you need to be when you need to be? Really does. We, we can't act like some of these, uh, these collapses and things like that haven't happened. But I do agree with you to the point where they've almost become under, where they go into the season, they became undervalued yeah. uh, with a lot I'll of the narrative. I'll say this about can you be who you need to be when you need to be it. It really helps if you go out and get the number one seed and you play the games in Arlington and you don't have to go to San Francisco and play in the Bay in the NFC Divisional. You don't want to be there. Play at home. Get a bye. Yeah. Why, Why not go get the bye? Why not be the best team in the NFC, get a bye, and not have to worry about going to Philadelphia, going to San Francisco? Make them come to you. It's so massive. The, the, the fact that people have had to go to Arrowhead year in and year out is massive. People had to go Isn't to it, New England. He's still never played. Massive. He's never played a home, away playoff game, right? I don't, I, that's not, I don't know. Mahomes, yeah, I, don't yeah know. I think he's never played. They've never played in a way. He's never played in a way playoff game. That's, that's massive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's huge. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So like, they handle business. Go handle business, get the number one seed, and it's it'll, it's a lot easier to be who you need to be when you need to be it if you are waking up in your own bed, driving your own car to your locker and putting on your uniform very comfortably, eating your food, sleeping with your girl. I was going to say, so sleeping with, sleep with your lady, playing, waking up to your kids, playing, playing with, with your, your kids, walking your dog. Yes, yes, it's a lot. I get a shit in your bathroom. Be like, yeah, all that yes. for sure. All yes. that, man. All, all that. that stuff matters. Yeah. So if you don't have to go to San Francisco, also, you you do as like human nature, like Dak. If Dak had to go to the divisional and go to San Francisco again, he'd be like, it's almost like here we go again. Yep. I'm fucking see like it's tough. It's a lot tougher. So go get the number one seed. Do what you got to do. And then make everybody come to you in Dallas, and then it can be a real, real thing. 
you win two games, next thing you know, you're in the Super Bowl and you could change the whole narrative about everything. Dak wins a Super Bowl, you want to talk about a contract? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forget it. Never know Forget about it. Yeah. Forget uh, about it. And, well, and, and to your point, as far as getting home field advantage, again, we just went through their schedule. Their next two games are very winnable at Arizona and then at home against the Patriots. So, I mean, these are two, these are two teams that roll. haven't won. You could, you could be 4-0 heading in to, uh, to San Fran for that game. Yeah. Like, you really could. And then it gets tough because you got Niners, Chargers, Rams, Eagles, Giants. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it gets tough there for a while. But, yeah, they could realistically be 4-0 heading. It could be two 4-0 teams um, as far as that Niners-Cowboys matchup. What a game that's going to be. Yeah, that'll be fun. That's going to do it for No Catch-Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little, for Big Nick the Quick. Make sure you subscribe. Send it to a homie, then send it to another homie. The Chicago Bears, Tampa Bay Buccaneers vlog is going to be coming out here in the next couple days. Be on the lookout for that. I'll drop that link. It was a fun game, fun footage. I already seen most of it. We're trying to get the final touches on the edit. So make sure you're looking out for that. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little, No Catch-Up Sports Talk via Chicago. We'll see you all later.